This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and your accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also is sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use and um, is great. You know, if you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socratic Gamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out. Build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast. Right, Vish? Yep start a start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there all right enjoy the episode okay before we get into um star wars and like andor and all that uh i just wanted to like mention babylon because i saw it yesterday and we were kind of like on the fence on if it would be good and we're like oh it's just going to be like every other um like crash you know what i'm saying or oh. um you know those kinds of movies like where it's like intersecting stories and mm-hmm. you're kind of like what what's going to happen but i highly recommend uh checking it out like i would watch it again like when your brother when i said in the chat and then he's like oh i'd watch that i'm like i would i would totally watch it again it's like three hours but you don't feel the three hours it's kind of like wolf of wall street but the cool part about it I'm trying to pitch it to you because it's, it's so good is um, basically it's the transition between silent movies to talkies. And you told me about this. Mm-hmm. Remember you were like, you were like, Oh, when you went from silent pictures to talkies, all these people, when they heard their voices, they were like, Oh, they're not good. Yeah. as like an audio actor. <laughs> and they showed that. And I was like, Oh, this is what you were talking about. Yeah. Cause like Brad Pitt was a silent movie actor. Like these people in the beginning um, were like silent movie actors. And then they invented, uh, like talkies, like audio, yeah. and then they showed how hard it was in the beginning to capture the audio. Like it sounds boring, but the way they executed it, it was almost like Quentin Tarantino meets Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And um, the thing that I thought was most fascinating was how people get into the industry. Because you know they say like, um, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. So it's really all about networking. So the whole movie, the movie begins with a giant party. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's like two unknown actors or like unknown uh, people at, in the industry. And they're trying to break into the industry. And it shows like their journey of how they finally became famous. Right. And like up, up, lo- upper level people um, simultaneously while like talkies are taking over. And it's just, it really depends on getting invited to these parties and making a good impression with people there because they'll want to work with you. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. Right. Isn't it fascinating? Mm-hmm. So, but I was surprised you put that on screen. You know, you really like outed the process. So like a musician was playing the the party and then one guy was like, oh, I really like you. You should come like message me sometime. And then he put him in films and it was like, oh, okay. Like that's how it works. You just mm-hmm. got to be around these people. And then it showed Margot Robbie's character was trying to transition, like change, change her, um, her persona mm-hmm. as an actress and in doing that um 
she had to go to these parties and convince other people that she had become sophisticated. So it shows that part where it's like she's practicing like, okay, don't say ain't, say are not. And like, you know what I mean? And like, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. has to put on the correct impressions that they will hire her for other movies. It's just fascinating that, yeah, it's totally how it will work. And Margot Robbie, I was watching her interviews before because she made it really big with Wolf of Wall Street, mm-hmm. right, with uh, uh, Leo DiCaprio. And she was saying that, I think it was Vanity Fair or something. She was talking about her office redesign and how in the beginning it was all about sex appeal, but she wants to transition away from that and towards like more serious acting. And you see it. She has like three really long, um, like Leo type scenes where it's just a monologue of silence and she's just outbursting and it's one take. And you're like, wow, I can't believe you just like filmed that whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm excited to see where her career goes. This is a really good movie. So I think we should watch it is what I'm saying collectively. Right. Yeah. But anyways, that was, but I thought it was funny that you did bring up before, cause you never think about it. It's like, yeah, with the introduction of sound, these people, like their voices aren't good. Like Brad yeah, Pitt's yeah, yeah, voice, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you saw the commercial, right? It sounds like yeah. too rough. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, when yeah. they heard him on the screen, they were laughing in the theater, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, but this was the most fascinating part. The reason why it was a movie lovers movie is because they basically explain why movies are amazing. Cause you know, we're like, Oh, you know, you get to go into this theater and then you escape your life for a little bit. And like, you become these characters. Mm -hmm. Like they were saying like, that's why movie making will forever be an important process for people. Cause Mm -hmm. it's an escape, you know? And that's what Brad Pitt's character like loved about the movie industry. And like, that's what they all loved. Mm -hmm. But then it also showed, you know, the darker side of it. But my question coming out of this is, do you actually think movie theaters will stay? Or do you think will stay? Stay, yeah. Or do you think it's like the talkies thing where we're doing streaming now, so there won't be any more of this like movie theater thing, and it's everyone's just dreaming. Mm, That depends on the directors. I I feel like if if or they're not just the directors; it's more like the industry itself, right? It's all about where they see the money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Right. It's. It, like a lot of things, like we're talking about, like the Star Wars things are just are streaming. They're not even in. Yeah, uh, yeah, and not even theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're still phenomenal. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's, like, it's it's also like about I think it's. It's also like cost budgeting too, right? It's like those the shows are very cheaper to make now, than they were before. Because you just true. you don't have to be on actual sets true and there's no you don't have to do those press tours and like yeah that's true yeah maybe it'll be like the theater you know like like that like it won't device. it won't ever go away i don't think it'll go away like movie theaters won't go away like theaters are still here right it, but, that's what i mean so it'll, yeah. it'll be like broadway it'll be like it's like for a select few who still enjoy that experience yeah, yeah. you know yeah because it will eventually come to streaming like um the menu Right, it's, it's already on, on streaming. I watched it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what'd you think? It was really good. Oh, oh maybe we can talk about it now because <laughs> um, we didn't talk about it before. Okay, we'll we'll add this. This, this is just gonna be a movie podcast. All right, cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what'd you think of the menu? Uh, it was really good. Um, j- like seeing the different um, what do you call it? like that different acts or different courses, but in in done in a, in a very interesting way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love how um, that 
they highlighted foodie culture because that guy remember the main character he just wanted to eat at the restaurant and then they mm-hmm. were saying like you ruined our industry because now it's like you can just like post about your review but before it was it was more like nuanced than that now it's like anybody's a food critic and like anybody can get into this field so remember when he made him he's like cooked me a, a meal mm-hmm. and he couldn't do it and he like hung himself it's like it was almost like saying we're we're superficially in this thing that we know nothing about you know what i mean like to them it's a whole art form but to us it's like entertain me monkey you know Mm. or did you not get that from that guy i didn't get that from him because he was he i think he was more he was wanting to be in the culture but he's not a cook like he doesn't understand the actual uh, right um the foundations of it and yeah he's, and he's the got the surface it, level yeah that, that's what i mean so like remember he was like oh did you use this in it did you use that in it and it's like you're speaking as if you know mm-hmm. but you don't really know what this is about yeah you know and i feel like that's what like foodie culture has become where you like take the picture um yeah and food, uh, like, that and, you will die fun and know? and that's all he was obsessed with right like he didn't he didn't yeah. care about running like when when they're um the male what was it called like whatever it was the men menu thing right when they told him to run away yeah. he didn't run away he wanted to go back for the oh, food yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 because it's like uh the clout chase at that point yeah, yeah he was yeah. just like oh this is exclusive i want to be a part of it mm-hmm. but it's weird that he knew the whole time that yeah he that's die. the thing he yeah yeah yeah. Still took... yeah spoiler alert yeah that was a great movie i thought it was uh it had so many levels of like why food is important to you know what babylon is on the same level as the menu like mm-hmm. how they were explaining why food is so important remember how the whole time he talked about like we take our sustenance from the food and like it's surrounded by death and it's like yeah this is there's there's a lot of things too there was a lot of things to it like the um I, I liked it when he first said like the only thing i ask for you to do is not eat but taste or like savor. Yeah, cool. that was yeah, that was yeah, a cool yeah. scene and then like yeah, that's cool and then um, uh, I forgot the girl's name, but she didn't eat any of the food, or mm. and then like make me like make a cheeseburger, something that she liked the basicness yeah. of like yeah yeah, right. yeah even and it but it went back to his roots right yeah yeah but but it, that's the other thing too okay so because of my like that Instagram eat well die fun like me and Sunshine have been going out to restaurants and stuff. That's what hit home for this movie for me. It mm-hmm. was like, I feel like the girl because, yeah, it's this extravagant place and like you're eating these weird foods, but I wouldn't want that on the regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like her, she wanted the burger and it's like, yeah, because these food, this food is weird. Yeah, they, they don't it's look, not really food. Yeah, it's not really food. Yeah, it doesn't look like food. Yeah. <laughs> As I was like, don't eat, taste. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, it is an experience. You're not going to like a five-star restaurant to get full you're going to like be like what what weird combination yeah i, I think i think that's yeah i think i think that's another thing that uh people think about like five star they think mm. of taste or or they just think of like food, food right eating yeah, yeah yeah but it's more about the the palate like what yeah, you're experiencing totally. yeah. yeah 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 for sure for sure i think i was it might have been with your brother or something i was having this conversation about like eating at these places these like fancy places and i'm like but it yeah it's it's not for everyone it's it's like an art oh i was talking about fashion as well with your brother because we were at the mall and we were at um 
Alexander McQueen store. And I was explaining why these things cost so much money, you know, because like if you go to, you know, um, you buy your clothes from like Old Navy or something, right? That's meant to turn over really quickly, right? It's It won't last. That's why it's so cheap. But if you go to Alexander McQueen, it's like over $1,000, over $2,000, only because it's supposed to last forever. You know, mm-hmm. you could pass that down to another generation. And then there's like different ty- types of stitching, different types of like fabrics. But it's like, it's an art form, just like the food. It's an art form. It's not like, if you just want food, just go to like McDonald's. You know, you don't need to do this thing. But if you want to appreciate like the art form of it, that's why these things exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's how people will look at us in the future for going to the theater. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> I like the audio of it and I like the escape and I like the closed lights of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's why I don't like the streaming. It's like an experience. If you just want to consume the show, just wait for it to come on streaming. Right. But if you really want the true art, you have to go to the theater. Mm-hmm. Actually, that makes sense. I think it makes yeah, sense. I, really, yeah. I think it'll make sense for movies that were meant for that. Like a lot of these right yeah, i would yeah, say like, they, um, depending on the directors right so a lot of them are they design it specifically for a theater experience yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like um like uh what was it? avatar one but like maverick we were talking about you mm-hmm. have to hear the audio yeah. in the theater um like, like a, lot, a lot of christopher, christopher nolan, nolan movies yeah christopher yeah. nolan yeah yeah you can't really get away with it you can watch it at home but the you won't experience it you yeah know? But but the difference will be this. So like somebody will watch it at home and be like, yeah, it's the same sound. But they won't see the levels, right? Like how we're, we were in Alexander McQueen and I was explaining different textures, right? Like different weight materials that you use, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, yeah, but it looks the same. But it's like, it looks the same, but there's like subtle differences. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I can listen to it on my home speaker, but you don't get the boom of the jet for Maverick mm-hmm. yeah, unless yeah. you go to the theater. Exactly, yeah. Or even the 3D experience for Avatar, like... I was trying to watch Avatar. I did watch it, but without the 3D. And I was like, ah, it's just a movie. Yeah. But I remember when I was in the theater, I was like, whoa, it's a world. Mm-hmm. Because it was so big and like the depth of field, you yeah. felt like you were in Pandora. Yeah, exactly. But then like, right. then the gimmick happens too, even in theaters, but that's for money, right? Which was like after the Avatar 1, then all these other movies are like just converting to 3D. But it's not really yeah. 3D. It's not really filmed in 3D. But that's just for yeah, the money. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Which but I mean, I, I think that um, aspect also. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like those, those are industry things to make more money. It ruins the art too, right? A hundred percent. So, to, to translate this into like a fashion term, I'm gonna show you this right now. So this is uh, is called a Bottega. Mm-hmm. His pattern. Okay, so it's iconic for this pattern. Okay, but like you said, like when it becomes for the money, you see other lower tier brands copying that pattern now mm-hmm. to mimic it because we want. Like the highest level of it um, is this, but if you want just the pattern, you can go for the lower level, but it like diminishes the art form. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Fascinating. It's so funny. Like these, these subtleties to hedonic things, mm-hmm. you know, that we, like, we think of, we think of like, like enjoyment as a trivial thing, but it's so necessary for not only our survival, but like, like survival in terms of mental health. Cause imagine if there was no hedonic things, like no theater stuff, no fashion, like no art, 
Mm-hmm. We live in a very like cold world, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, that world existed before, right? Which one? The art world or no, no, no the world? like saying like I, no. There's always some form of art, right? There were always. That's what I mean, yeah, yeah. There was always Cave some form drawings. of art. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like spiritual people, yeah. like uh, prayers. There's always something that we we wanted more of um, a subjectiveness to our reality mm-hmm. instead of being so cold. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it goes into into education too, though, right? Like if everyone only is doing engineering, then the world is going to be boring. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Totally, people have exactly. to do arts like that that exists in society (laughs) oh actually all right so this is a good question do you think that the ai creations will supersede human art so like you know with the images the photos Mm -hmm. and how they can create ai songs now the Mm -hmm. amy winehouse song was like really good you're like oh i didn't like i didn't know this was created with ai so with those things do you think that'll be better than a human making that? Like, do you think there's a human component to art that is necessary? Or do you think that can be like mimicked? Mm. I think that it depends on how, what level of AI you get to. If it's, it's uncanny to human, then, True. then it's human. Fair. <laughs> fair. Yeah. 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 yeah fair. Right. It just, it's just, I think it's just the level, whatever, we'll eventually reach that level. You know what it is? I, I think it's, it's the imperfection is what creates the human element. So if AI made it and it was perfect, like think about brush strokes, right? Mm-hmm. Like for painting, it's the errors that make that painting right, right. unique. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if, if you just printed that out with like, um, with the computer software, it'd be so perfect lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, it would be like that. Yeah, exactly. It would be like that. Until they fake the errors. (laughs) Until, no, until it becomes (laughs) artificial, actual artificial intelligence, right? So, like. Yeah, true. But that's what I mean. At that point, it's just, yeah, at that point, it's just human. (laughs) Yeah, fair. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I wonder, though. Yeah, I wonder if we. I wonder if there's a feeling associated with it as well, too. I don't know if that's real, but like... I think a feeling, it depends. I mean, art is very subjective, right? So it's it's the like, individual's like can, experience. Like, can you... Like, do you think there's an energy transferred into art? So, like, something that's handcrafted versus something that's made in a factory? Um, I, I think... I think you would have to have knowledge of that, like knowing what to look for. If a person true, doesn't have true, that, true. then then it doesn't matter. True. I guess that would be the the double blind placebo test. Where you're just like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, okay, one of these was made by hand. <laughs> yeah, Which yeah, one yeah. is it? And you'd be like, I like this one. Oh, that was computer. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, okay, I guess there's none. Yeah, true. Maybe it's just this. It goes back to the stories we tell ourselves. If you see something, you're like, well, this is handcrafted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You, yeah. And you create the build this world around it. But there's a That's lot of that, so though. Weird. I see that all the time if you go to, like, other countries and, like, oh, it's handcrafted, this little thing or figurine or whatever it is. Yeah. And then it's, like, but then everybody's saying it, then it just becomes, like, okay, doesn't really matter. Are they all really handcrafted? Like, yeah. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just saying it. So is it true or not true? I don't know. You know what's really fascinating? When we went to, um, like, 
during that like world trip in 2016 going from market to market because like one of the biggest things the biggest selling points in countries is like oh have you gone to the night market right so we were we were checking out all these markets that every country was like known for Mm -hmm. you know and they were selling the same stuff if you go in rapid succession you're like oh they're literally all selling the same items Mm -hmm. you know and but you if you go to that one country you think oh i can only buy it here (laughs) but it's like who's the manufacturer making yeah that's what i saw like like i went to when i went to um like mexico to see the chichen itza like there's like a whole like a pathway and there's like a bunch of like stalls on the side i'm like yeah and i saw like buddha statues i'm like why is there buddha statues yeah oh yeah exactly exactly (laughs) yeah they're just selling okay so i have these tibetan flags on my on my new bookshelf and like you would think i could only get this in tibet Mm -hmm. but you can also get this in pickering you know but at at one of those like spiritual stores you can easily buy one of these um yeah you can find them like all over and it's like global commerce has taken everything to such a new level that like import exports like nothing is nothing is super localized anymore unless Mm -hmm. you go to like maybe a tribe like a specific tribe that they only make that thing there or something you know what i mean like yeah, but then I think I don't think they're rare, necessarily making things to sell that they're right. You know what I mean? Like those would be no, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's not like mass production. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you're trying to yeah. make money off this thing. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe that's their only way of making money. I guess. Like if tourists come and they sell it to them, but yeah, but then not, like, but then they would be making mass. I think if there's a lot of tourism, then it's more like mass produced, right? Then instead of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, right, right, for sure. Uh, that's why I'm saying like those famous markets in every country. If the, the, like everyone goes there, which is what most people go all to, mass- yeah, right, right. But we went to um, in Thailand this like long neck tribe, and they would only sell stuff they handmade there. So mm-hmm. it's something like that. Like you have to kind of you can't really go to the famous markets because they're all selling the same thing. You have to kind of go. Yeah, outside. you'd have to go. Yeah, right uh, outside of the outside of the way kind of thing too yeah yeah tourism is so funny eh? like a lot of countries just thrive off of tourism yeah oh yeah yeah one of the biggest money makers i think in philippines well aside from like labor because they're moving call centers there but um like tourism is one of the biggest things Mm -hmm. i know peru too tourism is big so COVID like crushed their economies. Cause yeah, yeah. Even even Mexico, like where we're at, especially in the Cancun city, tourism. like yeah. their money is based on tourism, right? Like yeah, there's so right. many yeah. resorts and stuff, right? So yeah, when yeah. COVID happened, it, it really affected a lot of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of White Lotus. Have you seen that yet? I haven't seen yeah. season two. Two? Oh, okay, okay. Slowly. Right, yeah. I mean, I finished the other Star Wars, so I haven't gone. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're, all right, so we'll, we'll transition to that now. Um, what did you think of Andor, the main topic of this thing, Andor? I really liked that one. Yeah, man, me too. It was <laughs> one of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. Okay, before we di- dissect Andor, let's first talk about what other ones we can compare this to so you finally watched kenobi which for me kenobi was the the pinnacle of the star wars series i've seen it was the best one i've seen 
and then I saw this one. Mm-hmm. But I love Jedi, so it's so hard for that's me what to be like, I like Andor the, better. That's what I said. Like you, when I told you to watch it, and you're the first thing you said, is there Jedi? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's there's like, no Jedi. No Jedi. Like, ah, is it worth it? I don't know. <laughs> but it's... I, would you say it's the best series you've seen of Star Wars so far? Um... I think yes, it's a much more mature level. Yeah, I think I think that's why I liked it a lot more. Um, Same. And they're talking about like I don't know how they incorporate it into the story, but like the, the spy level stuff, like that's yeah. And like people, um, okay, that, that's the dissection of it. Let's let's yeah. save that. Um, so, okay, I would agree with you in this. The Jedi aspect is really cool because of the philosophy, but the maturity level of this movie, uh, this series, like Obi Wan, is... Obi Wan was filled with the philosophy. It was, yeah, that's why I liked it. Yeah, because it was like, oh, this is like this is why I love the Jedi. Yeah, and and it, everything was was the dark versus the light, right? In Obi Wan. In Obi Wan, yeah, like Leia as the light. Yeah, and then uh, what happened? It was, to... it was so obvious. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I think it was more yeah. like it was a very good closure. Uh, for Obi Wan, as okay, yeah, between him and Anakin, as in Anakin's no more. Like at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said well, he like, Anakin's yeah. actually dead, right? It's Darth Vader. Yeah, but there's yeah, yeah, still yeah. a little bit of hope because we know what happens in the in the later movies, right? So right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but there is still something whimsical about it. You know what I mean? Like, there's still something, like, not kitty, but, like, like, uh, hopeful about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, there was, like, okay, let's just start dissecting it then. <laughs> this one was, it was, like, this is how it would play out in reality. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of small strategic movements and a lot of, like, like uh spy level secrecy right you know, like I, it reminded me of like north korea or like russia versus uh remember that movie the benedict cumberbatch movie you sent me mm-hmm. we, we watched together yeah yeah uh what, what was that one oh, i forgot well he got captured by the russians i don't remember the yeah, name yeah. but yeah he was like he's going like in and out and like yeah all he was doing was carrying information right right it was like that you know it's it's like wars are not won through big actions but small ones like this mm-hmm. we only see the big actions right you know well and like, you... uh, like in the beginning you don't really know what's going on <laughs> yeah okay right yeah, so, yeah which yeah. is why i liked it as like i think in the third or fourth episode that's when it's changed that's when it will like switch to like oh well, this is a yeah, whole yeah, different yeah. story than i thought it was i thought he was a part of the rebellion right away Right, that's why he, mm-hmm. was, he went to the tavern, but he's just looking for his sister. Right, right. it was an accidental incident, yeah. like him killing yeah. those guards that set everything in motion. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you start unraveling the whole rebellion through his one mistake. Well, not mistake, but like accident. You're right. Um, he gets thrust in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, and a lot yeah. of the, like the the first the mission when they were stealing the money, like it was 
it's to instigate more it's it's to start the that's another thing to start the rebel kind of mentality yeah yeah or the resistance mentality it's like because they got so powerful where they've just been blinded by power right so it's like very interesting yeah. how how it was done but he was also like the guy who planned that out kind of thing is was willing to lose people in the process yes. of creating the resistance yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure but that is how it would go it's yeah. like it's like you wanted to show us how life works, but you use the movie or the show as like a platform to do it. Because mm-hmm. you obviously can't, we can't create these. It would be too obvious. It would be too on the nose. You right, know? You're right. Like, but if you, if you use like a, an invisible world, like a not real world, then you can tell us the truth of what's going on. Sort of like Babylon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I was saying it's like, it shows the underbelly of Hollywood. Right. These aren't true stories, but the depictions are true. Like these things do happen. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy really will sacrifice anyone. But uh, but yeah, what I liked about that character too, it's like uh, a little bit later on where someone wanted to like the, the leader, the, the leader, leader. Right? yeah, the yeah. leader, um, like the stop, the shop owner slash leader. Mm-hmm. So like later on, when some someone inside of the empire wanted to like, I don't want to work with you anymore. Like I want to protect my mm-hmm. family. Where he's yeah. like. Like you don't have anything, you're not risking anything. He's t- telling the leader, right? So it's like, it's very interesting. Like I'm willing to risk my humanity to start this resistance. Like I'm willing yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, people will die and everything. I'm will, I'm, I can accept all that for the the future yeah. that I will never have. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and that to me was like that moment was like you're you're both you're two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. You know, like the rebellion versus the republic, you both will will sacrifice anyone for this ideology. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sure, you want, quote unquote, freedom for your people, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Like, I'm sure the republic thought the exact same thing. Like, Darth Vader thought the exact same thing. He's like, we need to stop out the Jedi because they're... Yeah, in his yeah, in his perspective, they were right, um, just like the leader, yeah, the leader of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. So one day, if we look back at this, and they've taken over, it's like, oh, he sacrificed. Like they're the same tools, mm-hmm. you know. It's just who's using the tool, like secrecy and like deceit, killing anyone. Right. Like both sides use the same techniques. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's the good? Like who's the good in this one? That's what that's what it left me with. It was like, which side do I actually like? Do I actually like the rebellion or, like, obviously the way they were portraying the stormtroopers and the totalitarian style government was bad, but also it's like, but there are people thriving in this world, like Coruscant people, like the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the the world that they built, the Republic is built has become so grand. It's sort of like our reality, like our mm-hmm, cities, mm-hmm. but at the detriment of other people. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like our last, which a lot of people will be, which are, which, which a lot of people I feel like from Coruscant are like, are accepted, accepting the blindness of what the empire right. is doing for their, right. uh, to be successful for themselves or to be right. safe for themselves. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that goes back to last week's podcast about, um, the conflict minerals 
because we all love electricity, but the batteries like we need cobalt, so it's being built off of slavery. So it's like the slave. It's it's showing us a depiction of our lives right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And that's and, that's what that's what I think a lot of the. I mean, that's what we say that all the time, right? That's that science fiction is generally a reflection of our society. That's, right. You can yeah, yeah. you can replicate that in science fiction. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like Elysium, right? Mm-hmm. How they built the city in the sky, and then the people below were like poor and like slaves. Mm-hmm. But that's that's literally going on in our world right now. Right. We just don't see it, but mm-hmm. it's being told to us through these movies or right. these shows. Yeah. So who is who is the good guy in this? Like, as an audience member, you're watching it and you're like, oh, I don't like the Republic because we're being trained to not like the Republic. But as I'm watching, I'm like, you are, we, we are the Republic. You know? As a, as a what? I didn't... We, we are the Republic. Like, as an audience member, we're watching it. Right, right. Okay, okay. And we're, we're trained to hate the Republic. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're so bad. But we, as a society, are the Republic. The fact that we live in the first world. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and these people that are building the rebellion, they're in the other parts of the world, like who are not as great, as well off as us, trying to make it to the top as well. Mm-hmm. You know? So who is the bad guy? That's each individual subjective, right? Right. That's <laughs> what I mean. It's like, it's so great. And that's why I like the show because you're like, like, is it? I mean, Andor was the one. Yeah. Andor was, I think, like he didn't care either side, right? I, like, he was the one in between. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like those are the best ones because they could see both sides. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you're you're both doing the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. One day, like when the Jedi take over, isn't that what happened? Wait, what happened in the other movie? Star Wars Episode 7, after the Jedi won. People were still like... Episode 7? Which one is that one? Uh, the one after... The one... The, A New Hope. Oh, no, A New Hope. Uh, the Force Awakens. Oh, I don't remember what happens. <laughs> yeah. But weren't the as Jedi much as like, the other ones. good in that? They were not there there. In The Force Awakens? No, they were still... It was still the Empire, right? Ruling. But at the last one, they defeated the Empire. Darth Vader died. Darth Vader died. Oh, but, but Darth Sidious em- was still... Right, right. Yeah. Right. It was more about... Oh, yeah, it was more about Darth Sidious... No, spoiler alert, but it was her... His daughter, right? I don't know, I gotta, I gotta rewatch that one. I'm just <laughs> trying to think, like, did they depict it where... Because um, it wasn't really back. I think there was just more of the resistance. I'm not wasn't too it, sure. Wasn't it the show? What, was it the show, the Star Wars show, where the Jedi were in power, but it wasn't good still? When, what, when you had, like, uh, Clone Wars, was it? Oh, I don't remember. Like, mm. where they showed... Was it Clone Wars? Hmm. But it's, it's hard to remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But it's it's more it's the Jedi themselves who became um like some of the people from the Jedi who became part of the the Empire, right? Or the 
the dark side. Yeah, the dark side, yeah. But I remember I, this thing about like the light and the dark, we all champion the light side, but the light side is just as mm -hmm. um just as like not corrupt, but like overreaching in their power as the dark side. Right. Right? Like they're but that's what made Yoda so great mm -hmm. because he was able to accept his dark side. Mm -hmm. He was the only one that like, if you watch the show uh, when he goes into like the spirit world and then he meets his dark side and instead of killing the dark side, he absorbs the dark side. He's like, oh, you were a part of me. And that's right. like, what made Yoda the best. So it must be in the Clone Wars show then. It was in the Clone Wars show when okay, Yoda okay. did that thing. Right, I didn't I watch remember... that show as much. Yeah, it was so long. Yeah, and, but it's all, you know, it's like, all cartoon too. Yeah, cartoon too. Yeah. It was too long. Yeah, that's true. All right, it was back back to Andor. So, um, what? Yeah, what else did you see from it? Like, what what did you think? Um, what you like? I I think I liked that how they were at because we haven't seen Coruscant. I don't think I remember Coruscant like because I remember it from the episodes like one, two, and three. Mm -hmm. Um, seeing it again and seeing how politics works into all this and like yes, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So like all of that kind of thing, but so it was a very interesting way to put it. I feel like they had real elements of like real political type elements in this thing, in, involved in this whole creation of the resistance, and and how they were moving the money around mm -hmm. within that political system was fascinating too. She like she created these like fake companies that she could pump money to, but it was actually linked to. Yeah, they, really yeah, things. I forgot what they call. Yeah, yeah, like in a like a front, right? Yeah, but they were, yeah, they were going towards the resistance or for the resistance. Yeah, and everything was built around money because she needed like four hundred thousand credits or whatever to mm -hmm. like aid in the resistance. And it's like, yeah, we all think about. There's another one too that's really fascinating. You, you see war happen, but it's like who's funding the war? Because mm -hmm. you don't just get weapons out of nowhere, right? You know, somebody's somebody's actually paying you mm -hmm. to do it. What I really liked was trying to figure out. There's moments where she was in Coruscant, the the lady who congresswoman or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and she was like supporting the resistance, and then she wasn't sure about this other person's political leanings. Yeah, that was fascinating to see how she pulled in. How do you? Out. Yeah, how do you get that? <laughs> yeah, how do you make sure you're on the same side without telling um, giving away? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which we're put, yeah, that, that's the thing too, like working, um, like it's about trust, right? How, yeah. how do I know this person is going to be on my side or not? How do I, how do you walk that line? Yeah. And yeah, find yeah. that information out, right? Cause so that, those things, very interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that's so fascinating because it's like, if you say the wrong thing and they're not actually politically leaning with you, you've just given away your whole position yeah. and they can potentially kill you yeah yeah it was interesting too to see the infighting within the republic as well mm -hmm. like between the like uh the guy who wanted to pursue the deaths and they kept trying to push it like sweep it under the rug and it's like oh that's probably how government systems work too you know but this guy believed that it was tied to something bigger which it was right yeah it, you know? yeah it's like some it's more like, uh, yeah, it's the he's the new comer kind of thing into yeah. the into the um, um, uh, into the job, right? So he wants to do a good job, 
by actually doing his duties in the right way. And then the old guy is like, um, I don't, I don't want to like, this is too much paperwork to deal with. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. It really, it really like depicted our lives. Yeah. 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 Like how, how different aspects of society work. Mm-hmm. Oh no. You know, what's fascinating too. And I, this, this show was freaking brilliant because it really did show. It was like it was like the succession of Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know. But so the thing I was gonna say was how the the guy who was in the like illegal side of things, like moving money around, and then the congresswoman needed money. Mm-hmm. So then she was like, "How much is it gonna cost you?" And he's like, "Oh, it won't cost you anything." And then she's like. Well, everything costs something, right? And he's like, I just want an introduction with my son to your daughter. Right. And it's like, uh, <laughs> oh, that does happen in society too. <laughs> like intermarrying strategically to like level yourself up. Yeah. You know, yeah. they did that during like the kings and queen time, mm-hmm. you know, like during the castle period. Or, right. Like we, we forget that marrying is a strategic move as well, mm-hmm. you know? But they seem so archaic now, but it's like these are practices that I'm sure still happen. I, I think they do, um, may, may not be necessarily like upfront, but they, it's kind of like subtle. But just like this one, yeah, it's like yeah. subtle. It's like you didn't yeah. tell her daughter, like you, you're going to marry them. No, no, no. Yeah. It's just like, let, let them meet. Let's just, because yeah, generally right. that's. <laughs> yeah. And then that gets, that allows him to create legal money. Mm hmm. It's so funny, though, because you see this whole... So we know the end goal, right? Yep. We know what Star Wars is going to end up looking like in the end, right? Mm-hmm. We know how big the Republic's going to get. How, like we've seen in episode four, five, six. But seeing these prequels is fascinating because it makes you realize that in life, there are so many small steps that lead up to like the grand moment mm-hmm. that we don't see, you know? And like you could take it we have our world right now we see these big cities outside our window but it's like how did it get there small Mm -hmm. deals over time strategic partnerships yeah like that that i think i think think that's why like like some of the these like andor or even obi-wan like you can't tell all of that in a movie and that's what makes that's what makes yeah yeah better you can expand on the universe more explain it a bit more right better yeah, yeah, yeah um go into the finer details of how things work so like those things are not you're not able to do that in the movie yeah facts facts so uh, actually that's the side this is a side question but do you think like how does it how will it work going forward then with series and movies you know what i mean like will movies die out in place of series no i think both will exist i think it'll both will exist. If you want to tell a short story, you want to tell a long story. Okay, yeah, true. Because Babylon wouldn't have been... I think, I think that's what Disney wants to do, where they have a series, so they still have you hooked in, and then whenever movies comes out, because oh, you're like hooked into the... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Or like the Marvel Universe that they're doing as well. Yeah. Well, that's Disney, so... Yeah, they, yeah, they have that. <laughs> they have two big... Yeah. Three three things actually. Disney itself, his own thing, and then yeah, Marvel and Star Wars. Uh do you think or so getting back to Andor, do you think Andor 
died at no. the end of it? No, it didn't seem no, like right? that at all. No. So then what why because in the the chat we have going on, Bob's like, Oh, I know how this ends. Like he's dead he's dead. I think he's talking about like Rogue One. Does he die in Rogue One? I'm I don't so remember. Confused. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't remember this actor. Was he the same actor from Rogue One? I, yeah, he's in yeah. He's it, in Rogue One. He's in Rogue One. Also Cassian Andor. His name is Cassian. Like he's in Rogue One. Like the actual actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't remember. That's why I was like, I had to look it up after this show ended. I was like, Oh, this is the lead up to Rogue One. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So knowing yeah, that, I know who's going to live and die kind of thing, right? Right, right, right. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because I was so confused. I was like, like, like I think I, I don't know if you saw like clip at the end of wait what the last episode. They're just no, showing they were they were showing the 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 Death Star or whatever, just building that, or like wait, was that like um like a wait till the credits are over after the credits? Like, yeah. Oh, no, I don't. Just on the last talk. episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Now I kind of want to watch Rogue One. Just so, yeah. Well, this season isn't. I don't know. There'll probably be another season, but like it has to lead up to Rogue One, right? Oh, true. Wow, man, the writers for this thing are so good that you're able to tie everything together. I think it's you yeah. It, to work backwards. Yeah, you're working backwards, right? You already know the ending. How do you get to that point? So you have to yeah, yeah. build that story. It's the same thing with the same thing with Obi Wan too, right? Because we know where that goes. But no, no, but for sure, for sure. But the thing is, it doesn't feel forced. That's why I'm like, these writers are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's it's not like oh, you just add that filler. Mm-hmm. You know, it was no, no. Everything like, everything seems to be strategic. placed correctly. Like nothing yeah. was put in just for the sake of uh, pushing the story a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and and that's like all credit to the writers like wow how did you come up with that mm-hmm. you know yeah so uh, what what didn't you like about uh and or is there anything at all or mm, i think it's hard to say what i didn't like just no i don't i, don't, I can't say that thing no <laughs> I, I was thinking about that too i was like well all right, what's a down aspect of this i'm like I really can't think of one. Even the the graphics were good. Like they weren't mm-hmm. they weren't off putting at all. You yeah. Know? And the fighter scenes. Remember when uh, he was being pulled by that tractor beam, and then the ships went out, mm-hmm. and they had like a starship battle kind of thing. Right. I th- I thought that was gonna be crappy because I was like, <laughs> off. but it was so like you're like you felt the tension and like mm-hmm. it's funny because you take the original star Wars and you have to make it look like that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause remember what was the, the, uh, I forgot. Was it, was it rogue one where at the end of it, they showed the death star and how it looked like it went back to like 1960s style. Mm-hmm. But like you're able to reinvent that, look in a new way like you you can you take the same aesthetic but you make it modernized right which is what they did right because you had because remember uh do you remember the star wars episode four the new hope one where they they were like chasing down the 
yeah cavern. yeah 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 it was so crappy you're like oh this is such an ugly <laughs> like chase scene yeah, so yeah i thought it was gonna be like that you know it's like you you show the cockpit and like you don't really see the actual things like flying around but in this one's like you see them like attack mm, maneuver mm-hmm. and stuff so that's what i mean it's like you took the aesthetic and you modernized the like the right approach yeah, yeah, yeah no I, th- I think um like mandalorian had a lot of good action scenes like that but see I didn't like Mandalorian mm-hmm. or Django Fett. Django? Boba. Boba Fett, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like mm-hmm. I didn't like those. They were so like slow paced, kind of boring. Yeah. It was very robotic still. But this didn't feel robotic. This felt like fluid and human. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like their their demeanor wasn't like like Mando felt really costumey to me and like very like Hard, like they're robotic the way they were talking the way they were like yeah that's acting. that's yeah that was their culture right or their um but like even the other actors in it like was very like this feels weird this one felt like i think i liked the mandalorian because they, they got into their universe like who they are as a yeah, as a people and their like culture and their traditions yeah but i don't know it's like the pacing was off for Mando. I think it was just like the beginning was more like just the lead up, right? Until yeah. the baby Yoda. That was the big thing <laughs> from that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of was it season two? Yeah. With Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still it's like I don't know. this one felt like But these are all like they learn from each other, right? So like Mando's where it started it. With that new yeah, technology. Yeah, okay, maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. It's like Mando and Boba were like earlier iterations. But when you see like uh, Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is this is getting pretty good now. Yeah. Like you're actually, it's smoother, feels more realistic. It doesn't feel like cartoony. Mm-hmm. And then with Andor, you're just like, oh, this is like an actual like movie. Right. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, the um, one thing I wrote down that I want to bring up was uh, the jail workstation scene. Mm-hmm. How it's like they made a game out of creating the parts. Right. And it's like, oh, you would do that if you were kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Like just just a way to like ease the mind's tension of mm. your surroundings. You right. Know? Yeah, 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 of course. It reminded me of like Formula One. <laughs> right? When it, uh, I thought of you when I was watching. I was like, oh, yeah. This is like the the... Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in the pit stops. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like speed, like mm-hmm. this table's better than yours. Like, yeah, that was kind of cool. But it's very um, interesting because, like, the jail scene itself is, is also showing you, like, um, uh, I forgot, the, like the the worker thing, right? Like, you're in jail, but they're paying you very well. They're not paying you anything in this one, but like, you're just wasting your. You have to get rid of your your days in jail, right? So you're just. Yeah, they're yeah, putting yeah. you for free labor, free free labor, right? To build all yeah. these things for the empire. And when when they said like, um, you're cheaper than robots, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, that that's <laughs> true. But they do. That's a a real thing, you know. In jails, they make you. They actually make you work. Like mm-hmm. you actually do things, um, to help advance society. Like it's it is free labor, not mm-hmm. free because they pay you like I don't know, like a dollar a day. Yeah, but it's relative. Yeah, yeah. 
You can't you do zero. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like that's another parallel. And you watch that and you're just like you're like, oh, that wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then you read into that's the crazy part, you know? If you actually read into how society works, you sound like you're crazy when you think that these things are real. You're like like as as like a superficial person, they're watching Andor and they're like, Oh yeah, that's that's a weird world. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, no, that's actually our world, just mirrored. Yeah, exactly. As a science yeah. fiction world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where else do we get these ideas? They come from real right. worlds. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, no, that would never happen. It's like just read into like economics or yeah, like yeah, yeah. history. Like this literally happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating. It's a really good show. Any any other? Uh, I think that's all the points. Oh no, last point I have is um, the tribes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Andor when he was he lived on that place. It reminded me of like uh like Peter Pan almost. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. the Lost Boys, like the tribe that was uh living there. But what was funny is I thought the language was real. I thought they were speaking like Spanish or something. So I hit the <laughs> subtitles and there was none. I was like, oh, oh, there's a fake language. But that's so cool that they made it sound so real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought like my subtitles were off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were not supposed to know what there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What, what was that other, like Game of Thrones did that too, where you can actually learn the Dothraki yeah, yeah, language? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's actually like language, yeah, language experts or language creator experts. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It's like these these creators are like they go deep, deep mm-hmm. with it. I but bet they, you if you. But yeah. they take they take from real, real world in a way. That's that's why I thought it was a real language. I yeah. thought my subtitles yeah. were off. I was like looking for it. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Anything else about? Uh... No, it was a very good show. Very good. I think, like, especially for if you're into the spy stuff, I think this is really good at it. Yeah, easily, easily the best Star Wars I've seen in a long time mm-hmm. or ever. I'll I'll place it as number one, and uh, number two will be Kenobi. What about you? Uh, yeah, I think I say the same. Yeah, I mean, Mandalorian's up there. I I don't know why. I like like it's it's the universe. I think they've they've. They've got you yeah. now hooked into that the Star Wars world. I think Ash- Ahsoka oh. is the next thing. Yeah, yeah, shoo, shoo, shoo. But what's cool about this too, like you said, with the world, it's like they kind of did it with Marvel as well. It's like, what do you like? Go there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you like the serious stuff? Watch Andor. Yeah. Uh, oh, you want like more fantasy? Watch like Mando, I guess. You know? mm-hmm. That's kind of cool that you have like, it's, it's like Baskin Robbins, you know, it's like all ice cream, mm-hmm. but it's like you pick the flavors you like. Right, right, right. You know, Marvel's doing that too, right? Like if you, if you like, uh, you know, Asian stuff, watch Shang-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's all like under the Yeah, I think, I think, th- yeah, they just want to have a wider, if you just all make it one thing, you're, you're limiting your, your, um, uh, yeah, fan yeah. base right so like if you've got people liking the and or the, the mature spy stuff and like or the little bit of the kiddest stuff from mando but i think boba fett's a bit more serious a little bit more serious so it's like yeah you have, you have, you have different finished. levels yeah you have different yeah. levels of it so where it's like 
when their movie comes out, everyone's going. Facts, that's true. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. That's true. You can hit multiple different tiers with a series. Mm-hmm. Or like, like you can... Let's think of it like uh, economics-wise. You can diversify your portfolio by having multiple assets in play, like different um, series that like can generate money for you. But we know that with movies, it's going to be a hit or miss because you only have one shot at this one thing. Yeah. And like you, you can't like offset your loss because that, that one movie was so big and it's in all theaters. Mm-hmm. If people don't like it, like it has to be like series can be not widely appealing, but mm-hmm. movies have to be widely appealing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so anything else about Andor? No, I think. Uh, did CES happen yet or no? Not yet, right? CES has happened and I think still happening maybe like this weekend. Okay, we'll cover it then next week when you've like checked out all the stuff. I can't wait to hear about some new stuff. Just send me some cool cool stuff you're checking out. I can tell you just but, one thing. I okay, mean, cool. Do you remember the BMW, the black and white color change last year? Uh, yeah, it, like it shifts its color. So they have one now with color. Oh, that's cool. So that's that's, really that's cool. one thing I saw. <laughs> okay, so how does it work? It's like multiple panels on the outside of the car. Uh, like I don't panels? know. Uh, I don't know the science or the technology behind it, but the panel itself, whatever they have on the car, can change colors. But how strong is the paneling? Is it like I don't comparable? Know. To Probably that? very expensive if you ever get into an accident with that. But these are all just concepts, so that's it's true. not it's not ready for. Oh, yeah, it. true. It's like mass market. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny, we think about um, like the hardest material you would think is some sort of like titanium or something, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's sapphire. It's one of the hardest. It's yeah. Like next to, well, di- diamond's the hardest, mm-hmm. you know, but that's not, that's not a metal alloy. That's it's not like easy a, to be malleable or yeah, to yeah, form yeah. into shape. But it's like translucent too, right? Like uh, glass right. is translucent. Mm-hmm. So you can see right through it. So it makes sense that the outer shell, if it's made out of sapphire and you have like, like technology underneath to change the color, like, yeah, okay, I could see it working in a car. You know? Because I would imagine like, you know, using glass on the outside of the car, your initial impression is like, that's not going to hold up. But when you think about it, it's like sapphire is r- way stronger than, you know, like aluminum or whatever mm-hmm. it's right now. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool to see. So it can change any color now? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. That's cool. So at the whim, you're just like, I want to just change it to this. Yeah. 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 You know what the next iteration for that'll be? When you run ads on the sides of cars? <laughs> Probably. Why not? Right. Like taxis will have like in the future, like let's say you can change colors, you'll have taxis that are running ads on the side of your car mm-hmm. as you're driving past them. I mean, these are all just concepts. I don't know if they will ever come out, or maybe portions of it may work. Like or like, there's yeah, some sure. ideas that come out of it that not necessarily used for the original purpose of it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's, yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so we haven't played Call of Duty yet, but we did. Well, we did get it. But one thing I was thinking about that I wanted to bring up was how crazy the pricing is now for video games. Mm-hmm. Or how long have they been ninety dollars? I was like, what? Uh, the they've hell? been they've been ninety dollars for a for, for a while. while. So I just haven't bought for a game some time. full price for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that is so insane. Like I, yeah, like um, I remember when they were like not that bad, like sixty bucks, and just now it's just so expensive. Like yeah. who's buying these games? You know, like mm-hmm. like think about the investment for people who play online or like play multiple games. I mean, it hurts both ways, right? If people, it's too expensive to buy a game, then people are not people are buying fewer games. Exactly, that's what I mean, right? It's like hurting the industry. Is there yeah. a way to make this cheaper somehow? Like, so I don't. It, it depends. The labor I, costs I, are a yeah, lot. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think it all depends on. Instead of making forty-hour games, like the open-world stuff, right? Yeah. Like yeah specifically, yeah. that you'd have to cut it. Maybe you. Multiple versions, like part one, you, part two of the game. Yeah, it's like you're doing something like that, where it's more then it's more of a cheaper price. But then you're buying smaller portions instead of buying the whole portion, right? Like... Yeah, that's true. Final Fantasy did that. They created, like, version, like, part one of the game. Mm-hmm. The, the new version, like, the revamped version of Final Fantasy VII. Okay. They did part one, and then part two is supposed to come out for PS5, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe we could see that happening. But I think it was, like... I was looking. I was reading about the economics of video games before, and it's like the console doesn't make the money; it's the games that make the money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you can't. Like, how do you make it cheaper? It's like you can't make it cheaper. You can only make the console cheaper. You'll eat the cost now, but then later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of them do that. Um, in that kind of, generally, the console is cheaper. Um, m- m- uh, all the peripherals slash and the games are the where you make the money. Yeah, you never think about that. I think it's like movie theaters too. I heard that most of their money is from like concession stand stuff. Yeah, they don't actually make that much money on the ticket sales itself. No. Yeah, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean sometimes the concession stuff is more expensive than the movie ticket well, right so it's like way more expensive <laughs> yeah so dude, like popcorn <laughs> and pop is like twenty dollars so you're like dude the ticket was thirteen dollars yeah, exactly. so much money exactly i do like how if you go to the mall though you can bring in mall food into the movie theater they'll allow you to do that so I, sometimes like okay we'll just buy like takeout and then you bring it to the movie theater to eat it there <laughs> some areas don't don't allow that right though right? some areas yeah. don't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy. When you understand like the economics of things, you could figure out where things are headed. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it's oh, like not gonna make money. also it's like like in in the movie theater, like uh, like like if there's no mall, you have no other food to pick from. Yeah, you're forced. Yeah. <laughs> so you're Unless forced you bringing your own food. Yeah, right. And then you're forced to buy, and they can put whatever price they need to put it at. Yeah, yeah. Facts. <laughs> Do you remember when we were kids, and then like it, it would be like why? Why would you bring in your own food to the movie theater? Like, because we weren't paying for anything, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you're like, oh, why would you bring your own food? Like, why not just buy food there? Mm-hmm. But now that you get older, you're like, 
oh, I'd rather <laughs> bring in my own food than buy it there. Right. You know, like um, a little hack is Empress Walk right across the street. And there's like the movie theater, right? But if you just go to Loblaws, which is at the very base, you can buy like a, the same pack of M&Ms, but for way cheaper. <laughs> or the dollar store. You know, you just go there, put in your like hoodie, and you just, you're good. Right, right, right. It's the exact same product. True. The only thing is like, I guess the popcorn, but like all the other candies and stuff. If you could buy yeah. the popcorn bag and bring it in from Loblaws, that'd be That would be cool. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm surprised that, like, but yeah, you're right. There are movie theaters that don't allow you to do that. Like the standalone ones mm-hmm. that are not embedded in like a mall. Yeah. Like the Silver City and, uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like the Silver City, if you just head. In the Richmond Hill one. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Richmond Hill one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the standalone ones on the yeah, morning yeah. side or like, yeah, mm-hmm. you just, you can't bring in food. Anyways, um, what, what time are we at? Just so I know. Uh, an hour and three minutes. Okay, cool. So just a couple other things I just want to highlight. Um, the food scan in China. Did, did you see that video? No. So instead of scanning the barcode, you just put your food and it sees the food that you have and it charges you for mm. it. Okay. I feel like with that, with Amazon store, right, where you just walk in, walk out. Yeah. It's like, why, why would anybody waste time with payments in the future like i'm seeing the direction of this and I'm oh like, yeah yeah yeah, this, yeah yeah right yeah makes no sense it's gonna go in that direction like we already see it right like um like you had before you had a lot of checkout lines now you have self-checkout yeah. right yeah, right yeah and then so with, it, so if you don't know what the amazon one is i don't know how it works but you walk in and then as you walk out it'll charge your credit card because it knows what you're walking out with. Mm-hmm. I think I that there's like multiple scanners connected to your phone. I'm trying to figure out the tech behind it, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know how if they're, um, are they just walking out with it, or are they having to put it on a somewhere to scan no, no, no. it? Just, oh, you showed me this video, like uh, two years ago. It was in, uh, I think it's in play in Oregon or something like that. No, no, that that's yeah for Amazon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for, you're the China, China yeah, the China one, one yeah. Okay, so uh, if you watch the video, it's like you walk up to the scanner, you put your plate of food down, and then it scans all the plate of food, and then it just bills you. Okay, like, yeah. So I think I think that's more like uh, programmed into the cameras what to look for, right? Right. So it made sense with the tech. When I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just like basic like scanning tech that we have now. Mm-hmm. Like if you input a check into the bank machine, it reads the number. Right. I don't have to type in how much was on mm-hmm. the check. I don't know if you've done this recently or before. No, have you ever I had to deposit a check. Mm, now I just deposit on the phone, but no. Oh yeah, okay. Phone is the exact same way, but yeah, okay. Or it's not the exact same way. It's like it's a similar concept where it reads the numbers mm-hmm. that you've written out, right? So that's just basic, like um, AI reading. Yeah, so it can, is able to read what's on your right, right. No, I think I think in in Amazon store they have multiple cameras, so they're. Oh, that's how it is. I yeah. thought it was like tagged or something. Okay, no, it's tagged to with your account, right? When you're going in with your um, Amazon account. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, as you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. What, whatever you're scans, you're picking oh, up. You put that in the cart. Yeah. Like like the like Uniqlo's one is pretty interesting too, where 
You're just, oh, yeah, you just placing the food, uh, the food, uh, yeah, the, the clothes. clothes. Yeah. Yeah. So the scan, was, the scan. I was so confused at first. So there's a scanner like reader. Like I think I asked them how it worked. And Same. Because <laughs> I was like, they're just like put it in. I was like, put it in. We <laughs> view. All right. So it's, it's just like, oh, automatically cool. reads the scanner. As as yeah. Okay. It. So it's very cool. So unique. But you know what's funny? It's like they get, they get. Um, like we think of Western society as the pin- pinnacle of the world, right? Mm-hmm. But all these tech things are first implemented in Asian countries, and then later they're brought over if they're successful or easily implemented in Western countries. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, the TTC. You know, like line one, I think it is. Yeah. How it's just one long tube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, that was in friggin' Hong Kong forever. Mm-hmm. It's only until we brought it over, like more recently, and it seemed like a crazy novel innovation to us. But like Asia's been on it for like a while. Right. I feel like that was yeah. It's more like, I mean, we've been doing subways for a while, right? I guess so. It's more like, like when we, when the old system or the old tracks things or whatever, like when you upgrade to the next yeah, thing. Like, just to, like how implementation, how long it takes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you're gonna use it for like I don't know, ten, ten years or whatever. And like, how well, often you do you change? Contract. No, how often you you change them? You can't just change them every year, right? Just too costly. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just wasn't effective cost wise. It's, it's like yeah, time. yeah, exactly. It's like oh, this is coming to its life now. It's time but, to. Right, but that's the thing. That's why I was like, if you just understand how economics works, you could figure out how the future is going to move or mm-hmm. why things happen the way they are. Because yeah. like, you go to a different country, you're like, why wouldn't they implement this here? It's so genius. It's yeah. like, well, the cost of implementing it is too high. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? It comes down to cost. It always comes down to cost. Yeah, and that's yeah. the crazy part. It's of like, course, yeah. always about money. So I think I think why I liked like talking about the the scanning thing. I I don't like the self checkout. Because you're making me do the work of a cashier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Like, but then if I just have to, but then if I just have to pick it up, put it in a cart, and walk out, totally. now you've made it much more easier to to accept. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but, but so that 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 reminds me of like that that brings to light what happened last night, which is when it's not efficient, you just get annoyed. So we were yeah. trying to watch. Um, so Tara's a big fan of The Bachelor, and she's she's explaining to me that it's like this game. So I'm like, all right, let's watch one episode or like one season of The Bachelor. So turns out you can only buy the season of The Bachelor. So I'm like, all right, let's buy it. So we went to go buy it, but there's okay. a whole pro on the Google TV. Like, Google oh, Google. okay, okay. That, that's how we're we're gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. But there's such a process to buying this. Like, it's like, all right, purchase, and then it gives you a link. And then it's like you have to open. I have to open my laptop and then like type in the URL oh my code. It, you already heard it. And you're like, dude. This is well, that's why. Percent. That's why I like Apple that much. I know. It, it, it's and you just, like, hit it. You're like, it's so convenient. Yeah. Apple has yeah. done it. Apple has like made me realize the convenience that I can't. I can't do what other what other companies. I can't yeah, do it. Yeah, <laughs> can't do it. for sure. <laughs> I can't. And let's not forget, this is all run by Cobalt. Lasers. <laughs> You know, so it's like there's always a yin and yang, man. We love it, but it's like, yeah, slave labor is building this, but mm-hmm. it's so sick, though. You know, it's like, anyways. So when you see how things are improperly run, like the Google Chrome thing, I was like, this is so inefficient. And it 
open the thing and then it's like, all right, input your credit card. I'm like, why isn't this thing linked to my credit card? I don't already? understand. Yeah, uh, why? But you're doing it. You're you're getting it through Google Chrome. Yeah, so it's linked to my Google email, my Gmail. So you couldn't buy it from the Chrome, know. the Chrome itself. No, where were you getting no. it from? On the phone from or the on Chrome itself, bro? From the Chrome <laughs> itself, they couldn't do it. I know. That's why I was like, this is so crazy. Like. That's why I was, it made me think of the, the China scanner thing and like the <laughs> Amazon, like this should be more efficient. It's right. 2022, right. 2023. Right. Even with like, um, like, like, I, like the Apple thing is so good. I, I, that's what I mean. It's, yeah. it's like even, even like I, I watch, um, it on the PS5, right? I can log into the yeah. Apple TV app now, right? So yeah, all yeah. of my purchases that I've done are in the library right away. I can yeah. just watch it, like stream it. Like it's, what, like, it's so easy to access. It's, yeah. it's crazy. We're, we're looking for, like, it's like, we expect such a high level of convenience that when we don't get it, it's such a chore mm-hmm. to us, you know? But, like, like there, some people like, are yeah. willing to risk it, though. Like, like what I, like, if I'm, um, let's say, uh, some apps, like, if you're buying, like, a book or something from Amazon or Kindle, okay. you can't yeah. buy it through the app on the, on the um, Apple, the uh, iPhone's app store. Or oh, really? Amazon, okay. just because they don't want to give Apple because any purchases you make through the Apple Store, uh-huh. or through the app, thirty percent oh, goes to Apple. Right, right. So right, they're right, willing right. to risk. So like a lot of those things that happened, I was like, I'm not gonna buy it because they don't have it through. I can't buy it through right. my like Apple Pay or something. I have to go to the actual Amazon.com and then yeah, buy the yeah, book yeah. and then I can download it onto my Kindle. So it's like, yeah, that's just too much work. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> but do they get 30% if you use any Apple Pay? So no, so they get uh not Apple Pay like like if you're purchasing anything from within the like I don't know if you can buy Netflix through the App Store. If you can't buy Netflix oh, through the App Store, that's cuz you have to go to the netflix.com and do it. That means yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're doing it through the App Store to get Netflix, that means 30% goes to Apple. Interesting economics man yeah that yeah okay that's like a lot of that's why like but uh, that's why i like the like all in the apple store the way that it works is so good where i can see all my subscriptions and cancel at any time same See, i love that's so convenient it's yeah, so yeah, convenient yeah. but that's yeah. the 30 percent cut they have to pay apple for us to right. have that but they don't want that they if they're not eat into their margins yeah. yeah and i think if that's like amazon's a bigger company so they can they're willing to do that yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Where where there's like Crave or like um I don't know, like other other ones that I've or like F one or something. Like the I'll just yeah. do it through the app. And they're willing to give the thirty percent to Apple in that scenario. Interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised that like other things are not more connected through like Apple Pay on my phone, like Cineplex. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why can't you just connect through apple pay you know Mm -hmm. it's like do you want us to memorize your card like i feel like okay this is just a tech issue i guess uh a rant but i feel like anything that's connected as an app on my phone should have the option of do you want to pay with apple pay 
on your phone. Right. Because it's already on my phone. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to pull out my credit card, retype the numbers in mm-hmm. just to buy this thing? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. shouldn't you shouldn't you read it off my phone? <laughs> but I guess like what you're saying, it's like they take a cut, so that's why they don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It'll be it'll be cool in the future to see like how they how they solve this like there were, like a big thing happened with that too like fortnite fortnite like uh-huh. it was huge in on the apple store and okay. they did something that you're not supposed to do under apple guideline and they um Not they blocked it yeah they, they, they Ooh, rough. until yeah. they resolved their th- that was a whole big thing apple's taking too much money and from oh, fortnite was saying <laughs> yeah but it it's like you gotta pay to play the game, man. Like the convenience is there. Mm-hmm. If you want to take advantage of this, you gotta pay. Right. As a company, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fortnite. Yeah. I feel like imagine if they solved the checkout issue. If you just walk in, walk out, you would save so much time because the lines are so annoying. Like when mm-hmm. you go like holiday shopping, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If you could just walk in and buy, like pick it up, leave, and then it automatically charges your credit card mm-hmm. as opposed to waiting in line. And then like, you're like, oh, I got to right. like, skin. you know, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then it backs up because then somebody's not as efficient as other people. And then you're like, oh man. I think like it, it's just too expensive to implement. And I yeah, don't think it's like hundred percent foolproof. Yeah. True, because you might they might like be like, oh, you're stealing products. Like, how does it know it'll scan every single product you put? Yeah, in no, product? I mean it's happened in the Amazon thing too, right? Where uh, I, oh, I've really? read articles where they walked out and they didn't get charged for that item, or like, oh, okay, okay. So there's still bugs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Also, checkout lines are how they make extra money. That's why you have like magazines there, like gum, mm. candy. Because while you're waiting in the right. line, they want you to like browse and like put it in your cart. So you'd be losing a stream of income if you introduced this walk-in, walk-out. See, again, it always comes down to money. It's like, how can we maximize our profits by like forcing you to spend more time in the store and then want to buy mm-hmm. things right. at the detriment of our convenience? Because we're like, why am I waiting in this line to pay? <laughs> it's so long. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, uh, what time are we at now? Hour 16. Okay, well, all right, one last thing then. Because um, I want to talk about, since we're talking about Amazon. Okay, so I went to, okay, prices are definitely getting higher. And it's almost like, why would you not shop on Amazon? Or like, let me explain. So I was looking for a power outlet, okay? Mm-hmm. I just needed a regular power outlet, just needed four plugs, okay? I go to the source. It's $34 <laughs> and they don't have the color black. They have the color white. Right. And I want black because we're trying to make the apartment look nice. And I'm like, okay, let me see. Like before I buy this, let me see what's on Amazon. A $50 plug is now on sale for the same price as that white plug. It's in black. There's three, six, nine, 12 outlets six usb outlets so it's like 12 it's like a square yeah yeah, yeah. So there's like 12 outlets and there's also on the sides six usb outlets so i'm getting so many more plugs for the same price why mm-hmm. would i not buy it mm-hmm. on amazon yeah and you're just like how is any store going to compete with amazon 
Because as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is pretty expensive. Am I sure I want to buy this? Mm -hmm. So I looked on Amazon for an alternative, found a way better alternative for an equal price. Right. What's going to happen to stores in the future? For tech, like I get clothing, but like, like why would you not buy tech online? I don't know how the source is still here, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, so you're like, what do you even sell? You're still like, I can go to Best Buy, I can go to like... Like, was it, were they Radio Shack or Source was different? They might have been, um, I think they're different, but... Like Radio Shack is gone, right? Yeah, you can still find some, but yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, like, how does, how does one compete? It makes no sense. It's mm -hmm. like, you're gonna end up buying all your tech online. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I didn't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever bought anything from the source, unless there was an actual like price decrease on like a game or something. That's yeah. That's right. the only thing I can remember that I yeah. ever bought from. If I ever bought for anything, anything from the source. And and the the um. All right. You know what it's come down to? It's come down to how fast do you want this product? Mm -hmm. That's that's what the price difference really is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um. When I was also going to the source, I was like, okay, I could wait for this thing, right? Um, but another thing that I found on Amazon was I went to this uh, like anime style store in Pickering because mm -hmm. I knew that they sold these butterfly knives, mm -hmm. these like trainers. And I was looking for a black one, but they only had silver. So I was like, okay, it was $30, okay? So I was like, how much... Do I like what is the price difference if I wait on Amazon? Right. So I checked on Amazon. So I got two black and silver for $12. <laughs> they were charging $30 for the exact same product. And I was like, oh, it's come down to how fast do I want this. Mm -hmm. Am I willing to wait two days to get the product? Right. Because if I can wait, I'll save like over 50% on this mm -hmm. thing. Mm hmm. Like, how does a store compete? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they can compete. There's, there, I, I think you gotta be, the stores have to end up becoming more like specialized and specific I things. So. I feel like I that. So. Like even, uh, I had to get something for like changing the faucet or something. Uh, okay, yeah. And they didn't have the exact size that I needed from Home Depot. Okay. And like it's, and they had multiple sizes for very close to the same price on Amazon. So I just bought it. Why it's wouldn't like... I buy it as that? Right? <laughs> it's crazy now. I feel like these, these stores can't compete. Like, they're definitely dying. Yeah, I, I feel like they would have to end up becoming more specialized in specific things, right? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It all depends on that. And some stores it, won't survive. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think the only ones that will really survive are the things that you really need to see in person. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, like Ikea is not going anywhere. Because... You need to see that. You need to see it, measure it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's like a tactile component, like your chair. You know, where would you buy your chair? Counter computers. But you sat in it, right? Yeah, 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 I sat in it. That's what I mean. Like you need, there's certain things that like you need to still feel. Yeah. That's why I don't think clothing stores will go anywhere. But like goodbye to tech stores. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Best Buy. Like, all right, so the Best Buy will survive because they don't actually just sell tech. They sell appliances. Too. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Oh, you sell like fridges? I didn't even know about this." Yeah, I didn't I know that. I didn't know about that either. So it was like very interesting. Yeah. I think that they're imp they're going in that direction, 
I don't think yeah. there were in that direction before. So it's there like, we're not. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was weird. Cause I was like looking for mini fridges and then I went to, I saw online like best because I Google like where to buy mini fridge. And then we saw, I, I saw Best Buy. I was like, well, Best Buy has. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked in and I was like, oh, there's a whole appliance section yeah, on this side. I know. <laughs> but we, we always run to like the phones or like the laptops. Yeah. 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 Like that's, that's probably what it has to be. Like you have to become like a superstore to survive. You can, like the source, you only sell tech, like technology products. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to survive? I don't know. I think, I think they, but they're not even that good. They also oh, are good. an affiliate with Bell, I think. Or at least they, because uh, they were trying to, yeah, because they were trying to sell yeah. me on like, because um, I was just looking for like internet prices, right? Or even uh, phones yeah. too, yeah. So, but they didn't, they weren't even that cheaper. It, it, yeah, getting getting so. directly from the Bell store was much more cheaper. Yeah. And, and you guys actually know what's going on. Like yeah. you work at Bell. Like yeah. you're able to look at the like plans. So mm-hmm. Like the people at source can't sell me a very intricate plan, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we fastly going forward. Yeah, right. Um, anything else? Any last things? No. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, tech is getting crazy. Watch Andor. That's... Yeah, watch Andor. Watch Obi Wan. Can Obi? <laughs> and yeah, and Babylon. If you're a movie lover. Oh, mm-hmm. this is okay. Wait, this is the last thing I wanted to say uh, about Babylon. And we'll end it here. The thing that I thought was so fascinating, so he was getting bad reviews from like when he got to like talkies, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he was asking the critic, they were friends. He's asking the critic, like, why'd you write a bad review about me? And she's like, you don't realize that there will always be another one of you. Your time has just come to an end, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is when you, when somebody discovers your movie, like you will die. But when somebody discovers your movie in the future and puts it on, they'll feel like they know you. They'll feel like you're a friend. You'll live again. Right. So you'll live forever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so fascinating. Like, that is why movies are so, or shows are so, like, amazing. Because you can rediscover, like, friends. You know, it's it's coming back. Yeah. 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 Little, like. Or, like, like, I I think the, like, the recent thing with the memes was the zoo. So Zoolander? Zoolander? Yeah. Oh, it's come back? Yeah. Oh, okay. So there you go. So it's like, boom. Yeah, it's like like Ben Stiller said like, oh, his daughter told him. <laughs> that it, oh, it's all really? across the internet now. Oh, that's so funny. That was a good movie, though. That was a good movie. But it's like, it's interesting, like when they, it's the younger generation who brought it back, for, as in, but as a meme, yeah. but then it's, what is this movie? And you're like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, you discover more. Like, yeah. I feel like the 90s, Early 90s, oh, sorry, not early 90s, 90s to the early 2000s. That was like the golden age of comedy. I thought it was like really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's when we watched a lot of these at Rat Pack, like Wedding, uh, what was it? Wedding Crashers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, spoiler alert, at the end of Babylon, they show a whole montage of like black and white films up until today, and they end off with like Avatar. So it was, it was really, oh, really like a movie. Yeah, it was like a really movie lovers movie. Like that's why I want us to see it because it's mm-hmm. like it encapsulates all the things we love about movies. And right. It's like a a love letter to movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Till next time. Cool. Peace. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors, Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, fish. Peace.